was that, dude. That's some cheat code shit. Uh, what up, though? Do we up, have guys? bloopers? We need bloopers. We need, like, some... You guys have to see, like, what goes on behind the scenes because it's really funny. Yeah, the blooper reel is... We got to have bloopers. Yeah, we're going to have to create one. Yeah. I think that should be part of our audio book whenever we do put it up. Audio book is coming soon. Yeah, the blooper reel. Yep. That's going to be dope. Yeah. All right, I'm ready to get into it. You guys ready? Yeah. Come on with it. Let's talk about networking and how important it oh is my God, that's so in important. the industry. Yeah, and I'm so bad at it. Are those Chick-fil-A bags that that man is walking by? I'm sorry, bro, but I've never seen Chick-fil-A bags that big in this my This reminds me of the life, episode bro. when I saw those ducks walking yes. by. I'm hungry as a hostage, man. Like I walked through with like these two gargantuan 55-gallon-sized bags of Chick-fil-A. Who does he know? And I'm in the mood to rob somebody today, so if you <laughs> want them, they're yours. Bro, Chick-fil-A, we need to talk. <laughs> Chick fella. Man, I'm sorry. What was the question? Uh, let's talk about networking, networking and how important it is. Networking. Network, network builds your equals your net worth, right? That's the old adage. Yes. And and networking, by the way, isn't where you scour the room or you scour the internet for somebody that can benefit you and then you stalk them to get what you need. <sighs> networking wow. is where you get to know somebody, you find their likes, their wants, their needs. And then you help supply what they need or what they want in order to build a relationship to get what you want. You don't just walk up to somebody and say, hi, I want to network with you. Put me on. You guys remember when you used to be able to walk around and airdrop your contact to people? You would walk into a room at a music conference. I was notorious for doing this shit. I would open up my phone and then whoever shit was open, I would just walk by them and bloop, 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 just in my contacts to everybody. It was like, ha ah. ha. And then I realized like, hey, bro, that's a quick way to get blocked. Yeah. <laughs> it's a quick way to get blocked, bro. It's a quick way I to have just to secretly admit to you, I blocked you really early on. Yeah, because no, no, I, when I was emails, going on crazy on yes. Twitter and my emails and stuff yes. like that, I remember it was just too much. Because every like every like maybe, I love you. Every like year or so, I would get a, a Wendy Day follow, and I'd be like, damn, I thought Wendy Day followed me already. What the hell is going no, on? No, yeah, because I would have to. There was just too much. I would have to forty six thousand posts. Yes. Yeah. And then you would be doing something. It's like, oh, let me go see what he's doing, and then I come back in mute. And, yeah. yeah, thank God for the mute feature. Thank God for the mute feature Because you, can, un, you yeah. can mute somebody and not unfollow and them. Like, hey, man, yeah. just be quiet Yeah, my kids while. mute me it's on uh, social media because I talk about their, uh, so deeply in love with their mom. So I'm muted on my kids' IGs. Really? Mm. Dad wow. is muted. My nephew found one of our pages on um, TikTok, on the, his Explore page. Somehow the cheat code ended up on. He's like an 11-year-old kid. That's and really he's cool. like, what are you on here yelling at people about? So what funny. Are you yelling at people about. Yeah, but so. I would say uh, networking is That's very, uh, very important, and you need to make sure you don't walk into. A How room do you and network? Just, first of all, you don't walk into a room and ask everyone in the room for their number. That's not networking. That's that's stalkerish. That's stalkerish. Yeah, that's just weird. <laughs> like you need to research. Like you need to research, study. Like this is a this is something that you want to be a part of. So you need to research who. And sometimes you might not be able to get to a Wendy Day, but you need to find out who's around Wendy Day, like a Shauna. Get to know Shauna. Talk to Shauna. Shauna can potentially lead you to a Wendy Day. You might and not. even if she doesn't, like talking to a Shauna is really fucking awesome. Facts. Like that alone is probably better than talking to Wendy Day. Because you, you, know? you probably don't want to talk to Wendy Day initially anyway. Well, unless you come with something, I can't really help you. So Correct. Why would you? That's like going to a program director and saying, play my record. Can I say this? Yeah. If they were, if they wanted to talk to Wendy Day, it's as easy as going on Wendy Day's posts consistently, yeah, turning on her notifications, and every yeah. time she posts something, you get a notification on your phone, and you yeah. go and you comment and you like the pics, and eventually, after you do that, she's going to have those videos that are going to have 3,000 views, and you're going to be one of 7,500 motherfuckers. 
but she's going to have that video that's only going to have 36 likes on it and eight comments. And one of those eight comments is going to be yours. yours. Yeah. And, and you're going it. to stand out and she's going to see it. Yeah. And the more consistent you are with doing that, the more consistent you are with engaging with her content and letting her know that you're, she's on your radar, the more in tune and more inclined she'll be to interact with you. I have people, we do the lives on Wednesday when we do our shows, we go yes. on live on Instagram. And we've had our, I call them E-1ers, right? So we have whatever our community is going to be cool, but we have people that were with us from episode one, one. going live. So All our E-1ers, yeah. they come back. I know who those people are. They've been in my Instagram live for right. 18 I'm going, weeks. I'm going live with you today, right. by the way. So I know who they are. I oh, know to awesome. follow them back. I know to engage them. When they post, I share. That's why they're doing it. Right. You should come live too. We we'll get a live one of these days. Live. I would love it. I can't today. You can't today? Okay. Yeah, I'm doing a podcast. I, I, I definitely want... Us and we could drop the we could drop the the, the free one on this one, but I, I definitely want to do the the A3C live. Okay. I think we need to do our first live one as yeah. a group okay. collectively. Needs to be A3C weekend. Cool. Okay. Just because there'll be so many people tuning into what we got going on in the in this market, mm -hmm. I think we could really use it to help we some of those that people that are going to come in. I think that, and and I'm not beating my chest, but it'll probably be the most beneficial information they will have ever gotten in their life. Yeah. Is sitting in a room. We with could us. touch some older topics back up in that one because it'd be a live audience. Maybe we too. can do like a, a community forum. Well, we'll have you know. Well, instead of having Rari's question of the day, it'll be you know it'll Let be Rari's. Rari will go up there and and people can send in some facts, segments. Facts, we'll figure facts, it out facts, and then facts. Rari can say, hey, these twenty people, these are the twenty questions we're going to ask, and then have those people right. based off you know when they come in and yeah, yeah, kind of yeah. like a town hall meeting, if yeah, you will. That's dope. Yeah, I think that's awesome. Something cool because it's dope. topical. And again, but networking. I was going to come back to networking. You're exactly. going to come in. You're going to be able to find like people of what you got going on. Somebody may raise their hand. If you're an artist, who should you be networking with? I don't know. Maybe a graphic designer. Maybe. Um, maybe a producer. Maybe if you're a rapper. Maybe engineers. Maybe a songwriter if you're that, a singer. And why engineers, Kingpin? Because engineers work at different studios. So engineers know where the best equipment is. They know what the best rates are. Yeah. They may have a discounted rate with somebody. all the upcoming artists are. Hey, you know, these are the people that you should be networking with. DJs, the way that you network with a DJ, the way that you network with a playlist curator, the way that you network with a, a media outlet is by engaging and supporting their content. You like a, a DJ post a flyer. I, I, I hate the fact that I just recently discovered there's three Instagram timelines. There's the one they want you to see. There's your following. And then there's your favorite. Yeah. Right. The following is that's where your engagement lies. The following is a chronological timeline of posts of Correct. people that you follow in the order of which they were posted. Correct. So understanding that if a DJ is posting a flyer. Top left of your Instagram. You need to like it. Even left. if the DJ is not in your city. If you're following a DJ from California and you're in New York and the DJ posts his flyer, double tap it, like it, share it. It's called engagement. You're going, that like, that comment, and that share is going to help that post reach hundreds and maybe sometimes thousands of more people than if you would not have liked it, commented, and shared on it. You do that consistently, you're going to build a relationship. That relationship will flourish, and that tree will bear fruit for you when you are ready to go out there and reap the harvest. Right. And if I could say networking is definitely building a a, a a substantial relationship. You don't want to do it in a fake way because the person you're trying to build a relationship with is going to peep that you probably just want something from them and you don't want to build with them because we're all using each other in a positive way, but some people want to use you just for their benefit. But no, that's not how it works. 
It should not work that way. And can way. I be honest with you? Way. There are a ton of people that I do things that will never know I did it for them. Same. Mm. I don't I don't and I don't do that I don't do it expecting anything in return. Yeah. I did it similar why we come here and we do the the cheat code because this is this is what's expected of us. This is this is what is demanded of us. This is what is required of us. That's why we expect the DJs to play new records. You don't have to. Drake, Lil Baby, and these guys gave you hits to play for days. Days, facts. But we play new ones because we want to be responsible for that next one coming up. And on the business side of the entertainment industry, we're talking about interns, you have to know what it is that it takes to be successful first. Fuck doing it. You don't know what to do. You don't know where to start. You don't know any of those things. And I think that's going to hinder you because the more you don't know, the harder you're going to go in the opposite direction. And there's going to come a time when you're going to exhaust your resources. You're going to feel mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually drained. And you're going to be ready to walk away. And it's because you were going in the wrong direction to begin with. I'm a big energy person. So um, if I don't vibe the energy, it's not really going to work for yeah. me. Because um, I can sense a scammer or I can sense something yeah. ingenuous from a mile away. So if that happens to be you, I'll be able to peep that before we even get to me giving you my phone number or you getting an email or a contact to someone close to me anyway. Sixth sense. Yeah, you got to have it. So okay. the way that, that I network, I don't know if this helps you guys or not, but I do it two ways. Um, one is I'm always checking out the best of lists. So Billboard has them. Some of the... Some Pandora of the, Trendsetter is back, did you know? I did not know. Pandora Trendsetter is back, That's baby. awesome. So I go through and I see who other people are giving kudos to. And if I don't know them, I'll go, find, I'll go on LinkedIn, find out who they are, what they do. I'll find their Instagram page, their Twitter, and I'll go through and I'll do the deep dive and find out, okay, what do we have in common? Do we have anything in common? And I'll send articles. Like I'll find an article if somebody's really into. I do do this with you all the time. Daily. If I sorry. <laughs> Daily, and I love <laughs> sorry. it. Sorry, I love it. Iron sharpens iron. I read a lot. I read she, a lot. And she so, understands what how, how valuable me having that I, information yes, is. Yes, when I see an article that I know that you'll like, or somebody that I don't know very well, but they're into something. I'll send it to him like the way that I met Hurricane Dave when I first moved to Atlanta was I saw that he was into drones. I know nothing mm -hmm. about drones, but as I started reading different stuff in business press, drones became very popular and they started talking about the local laws in Atlanta and how they were changing. And I would just send him drone articles. That's how I met him. And that's how I became friendly with him. And I, I just, I just feel that if you learn what interests somebody, not only is it going to be interesting for you, but you're going to be able to meet them at a place that's not business oriented, that's a little bit more of an interest base. And then the second way that I do it is I'm always looking at projects that come out and I look at how different labels do stuff and different mm -hmm. artists do yep. stuff. So um, if Gunna puts out a, a project and he's talking about astrology, because I don't really understand a lot about astrology, but I see the success of the campaign, I start asking around to find out, okay, who whose idea was this? Whose campaign was this? And I start asking my industry friends, and when I find out who those people are, I reach out to them by email and ask them, hey, when you have some time, could you answer this? Well, almost always people answer right away, but they'll give you, they don't share secrets, but they'll give you like their background of where it came from. And then that leads to more questions, which then becomes an exchange. 
and not just a barrage of help me, put me on, explain this to me. Right, research know? points. You're, yes. you're able to find out yes. you know, uh, where, where you have to go look for the information so that you can arrive at a similar conclusion. And then often people will tell you their weak points. Like, yeah, we did this, but... You know, we wanted to do more on TikTok, but we didn't know who to turn to to help us. And then it's like, oh, I know Brandman Sean. Can I introduce you to Brandman Sean? Like he he really has studied TikTok and he really gets it. And he might be able to help you on the next one. And then it becomes putting people together, not putting people together for a fee. If you introduce somebody to somebody else, you do not get paid for that. Correct. It's what you're supposed to do as a human fucking being. But when when you when you put people together and then you step back and you let ma- the magic happen, it helps everybody. Everybody Absolutely. wins. Absolutely. And, you know, sometimes putting putting your, your, your supporters or your peers or people in your industry, putting them in a position to earn a paycheck, putting them in a position to get the accolade, sometimes yes. that's, that's almost as important. Yes. Helping somebody else accomplish their goal. It's called paying it forward. And that's why I always, whenever... I understand when a DJ brings somebody to meet me, I know what it meant to that person and that DJ. Correct. I know what's expected of me, and I know yes. that if I do the if I do what I'm supposed to do, this person will feel indebted to this DJ. This DJ will feel indebted times. to me, yes. and it's a it's, it's it continues a win to everybody. win. It's a win yes. win win. Yes. And I think that's the kind of environment that all of us bring to each other's teams and respectively. Yes. And that we feed off of each other is that we understand that each one helping the other person win is not an individual accomplishment. It's a team win. It is a team win. Yeah. It always is. I'm yep. glad you said that. Um, you talked about how you network, because uh, how I network is um, it's two it's two different ways, because I'm on the radio, so I have to network with artists, so I'll get a one sheet about an artist, so I'll have to study an artist. Well, I use that with people I want to network with, and I usually try to network with people who I feel are smarter than me, because I want to learn as much as possible, which is why I try to... Con- surround myself around people like you two. Um, Why, thank you. I knew I, I knew so very much, much you. about you, and you didn't formally meet me yet. Right. So when I met you, I damn near knew everything you about did. you. You did, and you mentioned things to me that I had forgotten, and it was like, oh, I did that. Oh, so I, 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 I like to I study to and, you know, do a deep dive. Like like you said, I, I do you the same to. thing. I do a deep dive, and I, I, I damn near know someone's spouse's name. Right, their kids' how name, many kids they how have. many kids they have, yes. all type of it's shit. It's required. Though. It's almost stalkerish, it but I just I do it on a way it's to when we have to do a being a stalker. Just when we have a conversation, I can be a lot more relatable. Yes, I want to know what your it's, perspective it's is. Truly being interested in people, isn't it? Yes, because you were interested, so it it took you down that path, and it made you ask questions that. Not for the benefit of the relationship, but that you really wanted to know the answer to. No, facts. Yeah, I'll give you an example. And that goes we, a long way. We were doing a live the other day, and we were asking, we were talking about touring, and we were asking the people uh, I think after I, our I show think I to come on in. I think I commented it, right? Yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah. And I said, we, hey, we're going to let you go. I'm going to put together a promo run for you guys. So we used everybody that was on the live yeah, to that. pinpoint 10 cities they wanted to go to, how many people they wanted to have on the road, what they wanted, and assembled this plan for them. First city on the market was St. Louis. Somebody was like, go to St. Louis. Okay, we're starting in St. Louis. Go on Google, find the radio station from St. Louis, go to the radio station's website, pull in the radio station's website, go to the PD's page. Instagram broken. Twitter link doesn't exist. Bio old. No updated pictures. Really? So I did this on the live. And I showed them people, I have now found somebody that could help me, so now I am going to go fix these problems for this person. And I'm going to contact them with them problems fixed, and I'm going to build a relationship. And I did it all on your live from your city. 
You came in here into my live and told me that there was people in your city that could help you, but you never bothered to look at who you could help in your city. Mm. That's brilliant. Mm. That's brilliant. That's where it starts off. That's the kind of research that it takes. That's the kind of information that you want. You don't go into anything not knowing all of the rules to play by, not knowing all of the key players, all of the pioneers, all of the refs and umpires. You don't walk into it not knowing all of that because all of that has to be factored into your decision. At, at, at a, it has to happen like this. And the more information you don't have, that decision will be the wrong one. It kind of comes back to what we were saying a couple episodes ago. It's an addiction. Like you want to know as much as possible for whatever you're surrounding yourself or, or uh, being in business with. You want to know as much as possible so you can learn as much, so you can take a, a, a high percentage shot. You don't want to just be shooting from half court. Right. How we many shots you going to make from a half court? Right. We want to do more. We want to do more. In order to do more, you have to know more. Steph Curry said the shots that he takes are bad shots. He's just really good at it. Right. So don't pay attention to him. You need to shoot the correct form, the I mean, correct somebody who's shot. a foot and a half shorter than everybody else has to learn how to shoot from 50 foot out. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's, he's a not, master. He's, yeah. he's, but he broke down. But he, he practices he had it. He practices to, it. Yeah. He had to refine that game. He wanted to play at the pro level. He had to be the best shooter that there could be. He's not going to go in there and bang with LeBron and bang with these guys. Facts. That's not his game. So if he wants to compete and he wants to be the best, then he has to be able to take bad shots good. Hey, right? look, hey, he, look. He, he worked at that. If you go on the Warriors Instagram page, before the game, and I'm a big sports junkie, he shoots right underneath the basket. Then he goes 10 steps back, goes another five steps back, all the way till he gets to half court, and he does not miss. Yeah. How often does he do that? Every Day. Yeah. He does every that. day. He does that. Every game. They play every eight every games day. a season. So well, he does it every that game in one time. But he also know. does this, and he said he does this every day. After they won the championship, so he, he went really to, the, to a it. fair with his kids and was out there shooting basketballs for teddy bears. That's awesome. You know what I mean? Like that's awesome. But again, somebody who's could Steph Curry didn't want to be in the NBA. Steph Curry wanted to be the best in the NBA. Right. And he wakes up every day and he earns that position. Every season, new season, but you said it prove earned. yourself again. Every 88 games, he's got to earn it. What he did last year matters squat when the new season kicks in. Can we talk That's about that? I look at it. I don't look at like what I did in the past. I look it at doesn't it. Matter. What, because, what, what are you I doing lately? right now? What is yes. your last most recent Yes. What is my As a matter of fact, now. that's more dangerous. Because you're coming in with that weight on your shoulder. Correct. You have to repeat the title because if you don't repeat the title, did you fall off? Yeah, facts. Did you fall off? You didn't have a bad Oh, you, you, you lost because of trades? A key players missed here or there? So did y'all really fall off or were y'all not prepared? So a lot of times becoming the best and maintaining the best is, is a lot of pressure because you're always having to meet or surpass the minimum of what you did the last time. Yeah. And that's why praying for a hit record and not being prepared for it is one of the most dangerous Very prayers dangerous. that you can ask for because you're going to get exploited, you're going to get robbed, you're going to get led down the wrong path, and when they're done robbing you, leading you down the wrong path, they're going to throw you away and find somebody else to do you're it. You're going to too. be upset, mad, that's frustrated, feelings. depressed. Feelings. You're going to be in your feelings. <laughs> that's More why, feelings. That's why I started Rap Coalition because so many artists, when you're popping and you have money and people can make a percentage, everybody wants to help you. <laughs> but when you're... 
career is over and you're broke and there's no financial gain for somebody to help you. And oh, by the way, you're 23 years old. Right. And, and people looking at you like your life is over. It's like, no, people are not disposable. And that's why I started Rap Coalition was to help those folks get off of the label they were signed to because no one else was helping them and let them start over, let them figure out, okay, what am I going to do when I'm 24? What am I going to do at 26? What am I going to do at 28? It, your life doesn't stop when the fame light burns out. Hmm. It's just a step. I do like stone. how Trinidad James pivoted. He still does music. Great example. But he does sneakers. Great he example. Does a lot. He put, he's putting out his own shoe. Uh, he's an ambassador for the culture. Music was one of the ways that he was able to reach yes. people but for the I culture. I do like how yes. he conveniently pivoted. Uh, but I got a question of the do day. Do you think that's more because of that's the way it was or people weren't receptive to his music? Let's talk about it. Either, talk oh, about okay. It. I, I, I feel and I feel like it could be either or, but I feel like he recognized it and he made a decision to pivot. I feel like the pivot is very is as is as equally important as other people around you saying, "Yo, this shit ain't working." Like we're not doing what we was we're not doing what we once were doing, or this record is not doing what the first record did. We've exhausted what we can in this one. It's time to grow. What are we going to do next? Like, yeah, music next? is one vehicle to get you to the next opportunity. Absolutely, he like, had the fame and he was a recognized sneakerhead. So once I saw him, he do parlayed a show, that into something. He I did. said, "Oh, this is nice." Yeah. He's wrote some records for some people. So even though he's not in the limelight, he's still in the music industry. Didn't he of write course. that uh, record with Bruno? He got a Grammy for that, right? Mm. The record he wrote for Bruno Mars. I thought mm. he got a Grammy for that record. That's awesome. I didn't know. TIG that. has a Grammy didn't know that. because of Trinidad James. That's awesome. Yeah, he That's got dope. a co writing Grammy or whatever it was for Bruno Mars. If I'm proud wrong, guys, tell me in the comments. Proud of you, Trinidad James. Yeah. But, you know, again, somebody that's seen that what he wanted to continue to accomplish would far exceed music. Music was one avenue that took him to where. It provided him that opened the door. And yeah. then he went through that door and found other means and is still winning off of that. So I think that encompasses that's what hip hop is, bro. It's it's finding a way for you to take what you do, how you want to do it, and continue to make money off of it, provide opportunities for you, for your team, help your community, do all of those things. And if you don't have to be a musician to do that, if you don't have to be behind a microphone, you don't have to be behind a camera, and you could do that as a professional or you could do that as a host or whatever it is, then Find those avenues and explore, man, because Pivot. this music shit isn't going to be around forever. People really are going to want to listen to you forever. And if they do, they're going to listen to the songs that made them feel like we talked about this the other day with Bootsy. And, and shout out to Bootsy, you know what I mean? But Bootsy hasn't put out a new record that you want to listen to. Bootsy, all of the only music from Bootsy you can listen to is all the old classics. But Bootsy has, and he's murdered every new feature that he's put out. But Bootsy hasn't, you're a PD guy at the radio station. How many Bootsy songs have you tried that have been serviced to program in the last? Year. My point exactly. All right. Question of the day. My name is Paul Anderson, songwriter, producer from Atlanta. My question is, what has been one of the greatest challenges or obstacles that you have faced in the music industry as a manager executive? Are there any specific challenges that one should expect, like a rites of passage? This question is for the whole crew. Managing expectations. That's... That's really what I do for a living. When people hire me, I genuinely believe they want to be told that their way is right and they're hiring me to tell them that, even though it may not be. But every day I have to manage expectations and that's my biggest challenge. Um, value. 
people don't understand your value or what you bring to the team or what you bring to the table if you're super resourceful and you're always preventing them from hitting the wall and and always rescuing them from falling flat on their face they tend to think that it's more what they're doing than what you've done for them so they'll and this is the only business where you'll throw an interception in the first quarter and they won't get rid of the quarterback they'll get rid of the entire coaching staff in the middle of the game and bring in all new people out of the stands to come coach because the need to win in the music business is everything so much so that people will pay for fake views pay for fake streams pay for fake likes will pay a booking agent uh to to give them a portion of the money on a back-end show to go into the chitlin circuit and perform in a don't even get me started bro it <laughs> happens every single day and i think it happens because there's no value to it. Nobody understands what it takes to be successful, so they don't know what it is that you provided for them when you gave them that. And they don't know how valuable it is. Their expectation, met. yeah. So, yeah. Um, mine would be um, the cap. We have a minute. The cap. Uh, it's kind. Of, it reminds me of like an ant pile. If you step into an ant pile, the queen is like the the artist that's dope, but the ants is like all this bullshit. You got to goddamn get through. <laughs> To get to the fucking artist and to get them the proper information. And all these fucking ants is all in the way telling the queen the wrong information. Yeah. And it just drives me freaking nuts. Wendy voice, pineapple. Uh, It just drives me crazy. And, yeah, it just makes me mad sometimes. But you just got to get through the ants and goddamn get to the queen. And when you get there, you be like, shit. All right. This is what's going on. Then you're so exhausted and out of breath from having to fight through all the bullshit that you need a minute to recover. And that minute is usually all that you have to convey to somebody that message of, hey, man, something is bad. And they don't get to hear it because when you did get there, you had to exhaust so much to give them the message. So on that note, cheat cheat motherfucking code. code. You bitch.